listening to the Apollo Podcast Network. This week, we are talking about, drumroll please, the movie that everybody has been waiting for, that Tom Cruise said was the ultimate peak and pinnacle of cinema, oh, a lot, a movie God. that a lot of people lied and, and died Stephen for. King. And Stephen King. The Flash. The DC, Flash, ladies and gentlemen. DC gets some elite propaganda out of people, except it doesn't fucking work. <laughs> like, Why did they lie like that? I trust Tom Cruise. <laughs> I trust you, Stephen King. Why did y'all have to lie to us like that? Y'all didn't even have to do that. Uh, TC's been going through it, man. First, Shakira doesn't want to be with him. Then, like, he's getting booted from all the IMAX screens. And now <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that to him, man. That's some bullshit. After you my, saved your asses. As soon as that report dropped, I booked my tickets for Mission Possible IMAX that fucking day. Immediately. As soon as I saw that report, I said, Oh, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm gonna be in there, bros. I don't care if it was an IMAX for one day. I'm not missing it. I don't I don't I don't yeah. care if they're taking it. I'm not missing it. I really want to know how they're gonna do that in the mid-level markets because there's more than one I'm you know, quote unquote IMAX screen in the in you know, y'all's major metropolitan liberal elite areas. And, uh, <laughs> and like, I, are they really just going to be like, not nah, fucking Barbie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's dumb if they do that. Cause mission impossible. Like that's just split the fucking times, dude. Like, I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about the flash. Uh, we're going to try to avoid spoilers, even though this it, the whole movie is spoilers, but, uh, this whole film is in the trailer. The entire thing yeah. is literally in. If you watch that second, it's all in there. That they couldn't market their star, so they had to put everything in the trailer because <laughs> they literally were trying not to use their star. So we saw all the Batman in the trailer, which is stupid. They're I, trying to hide the man that, or sorry, hide them that create uh, that uh, did literal war crimes out in. Uh, <laughs> Out in Hawaii, um, to yeah. Anyway, we're gonna try to avoid spoilers because for now, for now, because a lot of people, like a lot of people, as many no one's seen as, this film. Yeah, I was gonna say as many people <laughs> as you would think would have seen this film haven't. I don't know how to phrase it other than like, other than like this should have done a lot better numbers this shit and it flopped. didn't. No <laughs> one has seen shit. it. <laughs> DC Two. got another stinker on their hand. Unreal. <laughs> Warner Brothers, count your fucking days, dude. Three Whoa. in a row, man. Three stinkers in a row. This is nasty. I There was no universe in which I thought, no matter how good or bad the movie was or how much people were lying or not, there's no world in which I thought no one was going to see it. I, I didn't. I thought that they had done enough of the hype machine. Yeah that people were at least going to get their asses in the theater, and that did not happen. That did not happen. 
they well there's a whole lot that goes into that and i guess we could talk about it the day and date release stuff i think people don't necessarily trust what their timing on everything is going to be when i put out a twitter poll over half of the twitter poll which was it got like 200 something votes said we're just gonna watch it on max like that's a problem guys and they're probably lying because you know what the movie I said that about? Shazam 2. Have I got Shazam, turned Shazam 2 yet? Two no, I have not. I haven't no, darkened have the door of Shazam 2. <laughs> um, yeah, just we normally do the box office numbers last, but do y'all have a do – you, do you know what it made? You want to guess? We'll play the guessing game. How much did they spend? They said $200 million. I say double that because they had to reshoot everything in this movie. I saw the headline, so maybe I shouldn't guess because I saw the headline. I know – it's I know it's in the 60s. I don't remember the number. As of as of recording of this podcast on Sunday, is an estimated 200 million dollar budget. I got to believe that's like double that plus marketing. Had 64 million dollars in the US and Canada, 139 worldwide. Gross. For reference, they Tom Cruise all that money to lie to us and didn't even make a return on their investment. Didn't even work. For reference, what the last Thor make? Like more than that. <laughs> yeah. Way more than that. Like 200 million opening weekend in the US, something like that. Let me look it up. Yeah, I love that comparison because I probably have more these, than that. I have these movies ranked probably about in the same spot in my head in terms of quality of film. So I find it to be a very fascinating comp. 303 million globally. Let me see if I can find the domestic opening. Well, I mean 143. Yeah, it's already shitting on it. That's uh, unreal. And it, th- maybe it was people, they didn't quite know how to market this thing. Maybe it was they couldn't market it with their star. Maybe people really are just that turned off by what DC put it out. But also, what I think it really comes down to, it's unimportant. Yeah, it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, with all the MCU movies, love them or hate them, you can say, hey, this is going to be important. But they tried to say that this was the reset of the universe, and that was one of the reasons why it mattered. Also, we're giving you Batfleck, and we're giving you uh, your Keaton. old nostalgia Batman. And so they tried to make it matter, but you're right. Like The reason why no one go see this film is because it doesn't matter. People don't care about DCU's expanded universe, which is basically going down to ground zero. This movie isn't directly connected to really anything. Uh, that's going forward because we don't know what DC is going to look like going forward. And we know we're in the James Gunn era, but we know this film has existed well before Gunn got over there. Yeah. So it doesn't feel tied to the connectivity. But I I find that to be so weird because I, I think a lot of people find it liberating to go watch some of these things and to not have to think about how it ties into the larger Marvel thing. Part of the reason why people like Guardians 3 is because well, people were tired of the next build-up movie. It's like, oh, this is just a contained story by itself, and I don't have to think about how it ties into the rest of the MCU, and people enjoyed that. The problem is is that it still has a lot of connective tissue. Also, those people are usually lying. (laughs) The people who don't, the people who are like, I don't need the story to connect. Yes, they do, because every time a story doesn't connect, they're like, I'm tired of these standalone Marvel projects. When are the X-Men coming in? we should have prefaced this with saying whether we enjoyed or whether we uh, think that the film necessarily matters or not doesn't necessarily play into what we think is the film as a whole and if we enjoyed it or not i want to like get that out there like i feel like we can watch it 
and diagnose it for what it is now saying as like a general audience, like we do talk about the box office numbers a lot. And that kind of what is what drives the conversation in movies now, like it or not. There Box is a Rotten Tomato scores maybe. exactly. It, there well, they is got the Rotten Tomato score. They the critics have been very kind to it. Yeah, relatively, it, kinda, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, independent of if we think that it's actually important or good, or you know, a jump to the theater film or sprint to the theater film, I think is a little independent of what we actually think about that movie. Now, mm-hmm. I will say I am lower on it than y'all. But anyway, uh, this film was a good time. I mean, I had, I was never bored. That's kind of my bar for DC, man. I, I I'm so I never know what the hell they got going on over there. I was never bored. I had a good time. Uh, I have some notes, but generally, I had a pretty good time, and that makes it even more interesting to me that the box office numbers are so bad because it's not like people walked out of the theater and were bad mouthing the movie, and that's why nobody went to go see it. Nobody, people. These people didn't plan to go see it, whether it was good yeah, or not. These people didn't never show up. It. it is, it is not the worst time that you will have ever had at a DC movie. Can we start there? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yes. The flash. Low bar, but... <laughs> low bar, but we cleared Extremely it. The flash <laughs> came out just uh, this past week, 2023 movie, PG thirteen, two hours twenty four minutes, and guys. DC fans be lying. Seven point <laughs> four on IMDb. Cap. Uh, Barry, Barry Allen uses his super speed to change the past, but his attempt to save his family creates a world without superheroes, forcing him to race for his life in order to save the future. That's not necessarily true that there aren't superheroes. It's kind of a false statement in that they're just in different places and in different forms. Anyway, 56% or 56 meta score uh, directed by Andy uh, Muschietti who directed the it films, which are good on their own Um, written by Christina Hudson and Jay Harold stars. um, Sasha Cal as Supergirl, Ben Affleck as Batman, Michael Keaton as Batman, Michael, Michael Shannon as General Zod, Ron Livingston as Henry Allen, um, and uh, no one else. Uh, there are a couple of Superman cameos that we might not want yeah, to. Well, uh, we talk don't about want to spoil. Let, let's hold on to but... that. For <laughs> yeah, no one, no one else. No one plays the Flash. Don't worry about it. Nope, not even one Flash. Not, not one. Nope. Especially not two flashes. <laughs> um, Ezra Miller uh, plays the titular Flash in Dose Times. That's that's not even that's not even a spoiler. That's ruined by the trailer. That's in the literally in the trailer. I mean, yeah, I mean, kind of hard for it not to be. Like, that's, yeah. that's the whole movie. So, sixty-seven percent could have made this trailer without putting. Uh, any versions of the Flash in the trailer because that's kind of the movie they tried to make. <laughs> <laughs> Look over here, don't worry. You know. Hey, hang out with Batman. <laughs> you love yeah. Batman, right? Hang out with him. <laughs> Supergirl's cool and new, right? Anyway, uh, the Flash has a sixty-seven percent uh, uh, critic score, and again, DC fans, Snyder fans, especially B. Lion, eighty-five percent audience score 
Oh, it's come way down. They were advertising it had a 95% audience right. score at first before the fucking movie came out. I was because like, yeah, people you people spammed you it. No, you lying. <laughs> if y'all are advertising the audience score from before the movie comes out officially, yeah, you know you fucking lying. <laughs> And it does this with every single, like, get mad at me if you want to, Snyder fans. You haven't quite come after us yet. But it is, like, anything adjacent to a Snyder-verse movie, they just get on there. It's unbelievable. And really? I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand why he inspires this love in them. Like, I don't, I don't see it. I don't get it. How do we get these people to vote? <laughs> Maybe we don't I want just... them to. I just Actually. can't believe that the Snyderverse fans are such a bro. They they got that man mentioned twice at the Oscars. Twice. I will never forget this it. This character. I, I just, these people are terrorists, bro. These people are terrorists. terrorists. But whatever. Twice, man. bro. Twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh somebody got on Twitter and was basically like are critics being too hard on superhero movies nowadays because of the difference in the scores? And everyone was like, no, <laughs> not you at all. Start the, your whole press campaign cannot be a bunch of lies and hyperbole. And then of course this stuff's going to come down because y'all were fucking, y'all were treating this shit like it was the Godfather. Y'all were lying <laughs> about it. Y'all were blatantly lying about the quality of this film. And I enjoyed this film. So don't get me wrong, but y'all, they blatantly told lies and hyperbole, and it was in the press for fucking months. That was their that was their rollout. That's an extremely mm. nasty rollout for a film. Um, Dex, piggyback off of that. Give it your review. We're already 13 minutes into the podcast, but um, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed parts of this film, but in the end, it just ends up being just completely mid. Uh, perfectly average superhero movie to me like you know there's some stuff where ezra miller is i like ezra miller as uh barry allen on screen Ooh. obviously he's a terrorist offline but um yeah you know in the movie i thought he was cool like you know or they were cool the whole uh back and forth with two flashes or whatever was interesting um some of the michael keaton stuff works some of it really really fucking doesn't so, oh, you mean when he's like not on screen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he's clearly not doing the things that are on screen. Yeah, when he's clearly not doing the things that are on screen. Like, it's just insane. The CGI in this movie, I know they tried to lie about it and be like, oh, oh it's from the Flash's perspective. Like it's supposed oh, to look like that. No, it's just to, bad. If you have to make that kind of disclaimer, it is a bad sign, bros. You shouldn't have to explain, like, oh, your CGI looks this bad, but it's actually a choice that we made. Like, no, don't what? trust your eyes, your untrained eyes. <laughs> you gotta look at your stupid fucking don't face in your, your eyes. eyes. <laughs> you don't understand what's happening here. It takes a certain <laughs> level of intelligence to understand the flash CGI. Yeah, many people have said. <laughs> but yeah there's shit like that that's just bad um and a lot of the logic of the movie just doesn't make any fucking sense like you know it's a it's a whole multiverse thing right like that's not a spoiler or whatever every multiverse movie there's a scene where like the old wise guy like stops the movie and he's like this is how time works and they do that in this movie 
and you're just like that doesn't make any fucking sense that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard (laughs) (laughs) every other multiverse movie has done this well enough that you can be like okay sure like you know even in fucking in game they're like okay hey you've seen back to the future it doesn't work like that we're doing something different and you're like okay still i can i can rock with it they do that same thing in this movie and they just like pick a form of time that doesn't make any fucking sense so you get to the end of the movie and i just don't i don't know what the fuck happened i don't know what it's supposed to mean i don't know what they were trying to do i don't know i just don't i don't get it i don't fucking get it um so yeah it just ended up being made there are parts of it i enjoyed but overall c damn are you lower on it than a c Royden? i've come down on it yeah not uh, not that much from a C. Like I'll just go ahead. I'm a C minus. Um, Damn, I did not come down on it. Like this movie more than both of you. As soon as I left the theater, I immediately was like, "That's going to be worse than I thought it was." <laughs> I, I was like, I came out of the theater a little. Was like, "Oh, that was fine." And then I kept thinking about it. The more you like, think about it, the less it makes any fucking sense. That's true. That's true. Not that even, is very true. Yeah, that's true. But also, it's not good. Um, <laughs> So the logic doesn't make any sense. And of course, multiversal st- storytelling, we've seen it like, or time travel storytelling in general, gets a little wonky when you just pull at it just a little bit. You know what I mean? Like every single one. I don't care like what it is. Um, well, yeah, you can, most of the time, you can just hold your nose and go with it. Like, Yeah, exactly. Like Back to the Future it's awesome because it's fun and you're just like don't don't think about this even a little bit um i just oh man i i couldn't get over i couldn't get over how bad one the cgi was we not to be the cgi police it's fucking horrible man atrocious actually (laughs) it was like it's not like 2000 like spawn bad but like it's some of the worst that we've seen in a long time. And some of the choices they made, which I guess are spoilers with that CGI. You're like, why did you do that? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to do that. Half the stuff in the Speed Force looks crazy uncanny valley. And even just like animated stuff the entire life. The baby scene. We haven't, we haven't even gotten that yet. Uh, baby shower. That. I didn't enjoy the baby shower. Baby shower. That's really funny. That's really. You didn't enjoy good. the baby shower. That was fucking no, I awesome. I had a great time doing the baby no, shower. It was awful. When Caitlin and I looked at us, looked at each other in the middle of the theater, we're like, "This is a little much, right?" <laughs> like, right? Like a bunch of scalpels are coming at a child's face, right? Yeah, I... Guys. A baby in a microwave, dog. <laughs> Which is surprisingly something that Ezra Miller isn't accused of. <laughs> Yet. Yet. Yeah. Um, no, so... I didn't... The CGI was terrible. The first... The, the first two acts, like... I don't know if people really like the first act that much, but the first two acts really... Sort of set the tone for something that could have been with a resounding finale, a really decent superhero movie. And then it just all goes to shit. I told you it is. It is so rushed. It definitely was reshot and re-edited 
and redone to try and fit some things in there. It just was rushed and bad. And the pacing was all out of whack in the third act. On top of that, the flash is annoying in this movie. Ezra Miller as the flash is annoying and bad. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Especially him as the second flash. Them. Yes. Sorry. Them. Them as the second flash. Extremely annoying. They are doing something. I don't know what it is. I guess they're trying to be a 19 year old, which is, you know, I didn't know how old anyone was supposed to be in this. Is Ezra Miller 45 or is he 18? Like what? (laughs) (laughs) I don't have, I don't have like a bunch of like crazy specific critiques other than it's like porn. You know it when you see it and it was just (laughs) not good. Well, Tom Cruise knew it when he saw it and he told us. I can't believe Tom Cruise lied to us. That's, that's, that's what hurt my feelings the most of them being honest. Look, I don't want to dig deep right to into the things that Tom Cruise actually believes in, so <laughs> we don't have to. Also, I feel like Tom Cruise got put on the spot because, like, they asked him this like at a like at an event, like on a red carpet or something. So, what's he gonna do? Be like, "No, nah, it's trash." Like, you know? yes. <laughs> and he doesn't do do like press junkets anymore, so he has now cemented himself as the. I go to the movies and see th- movies and theaters guy. You know, he's just like us for real, but like, yeah, yeah, he, he has now cemented himself as that. Like, that's his bit. Like, see at the movies, you know, and he so, saves movie theaters. Yeah. I'm it sure is. I would have lied for whatever amount of money he was paid, but I'm still very hurt that he lied to us. I'm actually offended that he lied to us. He knows he was lying. He knows he was lying. Tom Cruise is the, is the goat. He knows good cinema when he sees it. He knows this was this was not good cinema. Sorry, it wasn't. Um, I'm just I just can't believe that Warner Brothers risked their entire thing on Ezra Miller while he was committing atrocities abroad for him to go out and put out a, just a Tony Snell stat line. That's unbelievable. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Like I, that is actually very unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, look, but we know Warner Brothers the, to make bad decisions. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't. You know, sure, but like. I I just couldn't get over like and I haven't liked him as this character granted for the entirety of the thing but even like more of them was tough they are mid bros I'm I'm sorry they are mid and to see somebody who is that mid getting the kind of protection that they have been getting from Warner Brothers about this film which was basically like we can't get rid of this film this is the big one this is our this is our our classic enforced for them to give us this is kind of crazy to me. And I enjoyed the movie, but I mean, it's, it was, it's a, it's fine. I didn't, it wasn't, I have a lot of notes and I do think that my biggest problem with the movie is that they are just annoying and not that great of an actor for this. I just, I don't like the casting. I just, I, I don't. Which is crazy because they could have been, you know what I mean? They were, they had promise when they were cast in this role. They had been in interesting projects. Mm-hmm. And I've never seen it. I'm sorry. Well, that's fine. But a lot of no, people I agree. did. And I think, I don't know. 
I just folks tried to folks tried to pretend it was there, and I I just never. That's I never Ezra Shalomay, bros. I'm sorry. I just, I just no, no, no. Oh Don't God. do I've that. Never seen it, bros. I'm sorry. Don't do that. I've never seen it. I've never seen Ezra or Timothy impress me. They've never impressed Timothy me. Would have never I think Timothy would have been great in this role. To be completely honest with you, if this was Shalomay instead of Ezra Miller, this shit would have been way better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, like, it still would I be just, bad. Though. I don't know. I think I got it as the same quality of film, if I'm being uh, honest. I just, it it all just falls apart at the very end, too, because they don't solidify anything, and it leaves you wondering, what the fuck was all of this for? Exactly. Third act was a complete mess. A complete mess. Not it just really, CGI look of it, but at, like, all of it. It's just a complete mess. It really punts. It just punts at the end. Yes. You're just like, What? <laughs> We talk about it in spoilers here in a minute, but it really, if you've gotten to the end of the movie and you've seen it, you're just like, what are we talking about? Because they had a chance to make it a poignant, like, you know, it's a multiverse movie. There's always these statements about fate and love and destiny and blah, blah, blah. And they just don't do that. Like they're just like, <laughs> let's have a cameo instead. Hey, member, member this guy. <laughs> He's back. It is a complete mess. Um, yeah. Anyway. Uh, C minus for me. I'll probably come down on it further than that. But I look. Damn. I left it. I left it thinking like, oh, that was an entertaining two and a half hours. The two and a half hours, no pun intended, flew by. But like it, like it just falls apart so heavy that I can't help but think about what this means in the whole grand scheme of things because they've been saying it. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. The, I shouldn't be mad at this mid film, but I am mad now. I'm mad. I'm big mad. Could have been C so much better. Just and C are too low. I gave this movie a B minus. Um, obviously, they were working against a lot. I, my expectations were very high because of the lies I was told. And there are some good things. I really enjoyed the first act of this movie. I was in. I was having a great time. I enjoyed the baby shower. I enjoyed the little Quicksilver thing they do where they slow everything down and he... Yes, if it was worse and bad, <laughs> and I did, and I at that point had no no issues with the CGI when he's running around at the beginning. I had no issues with the CGI. My issue with the CGI doesn't come until he realizes he can go to the future, and we go to those other spaces. Then I was like, "Yo, what the fuck is this CGI? What are we doing?" And then we get to the third act, and I won't spoil it yet, but the CGI is so abhorrent in the in the in the last act of this movie. It's like it, it is distracting. Also. Ezra is doing stuff, I guess, with his uh, with their emotional performance that is sometimes working, sometimes not. In that last act, and it's just, it, I agree, it completely falls apart. And that is my big issue with the film is that you can tell that there was like two great acts of a story here, but nobody knew how to land a plane. And the end of this movie is complete nonsense. And if you start to ask any. Like, we all suspend a certain level of disbelief when we to a comic movie, obviously. Yeah. And I think that they are being harmed by the fact that we've all got a little bit of multiversal fatigue since Marvel is doing it both in the animated universe and in the live-action universe. They're doing a lot of this, plus we've had uh, everywhere, everything, all at once. We've had a lot of multiversal stuff. And this movie was made way before most of the multiversal stuff that we've seen, but due to the circumstances of Ezra being... Uh, a, a terrorist outside of the, uh, the film sets. This movie's been sitting around. 
It, it, we've been hearing about it for years and years and years, but no one's actually been able to see it because it didn't come out because of the pandemic and because Ezra was running around like well, in, they, in Hawaii going crazy. Well, so, they also, not to mention, they also were like, well, maybe Michael Keaton will come in and be the new Batman going forward and we'll reset the timeline that way. Actually, no, because now we're going to switch to James Gunn coming in. They've reshot this shit because they haven't got anything figured out at that studio. Yep. This has been in production to hell. And you can feel it. And when you're watching the last act of this movie, you can literally feel where there's cuts, there's edits. And I cannot stress enough. I know that people complain about the CGI. I am not the one who complains about CGI. The last act of this movie is an assault on your eyes. It is disgusting. (laughs) It is nasty. And it is way worse than another CGI bad movie. At the end of Ant-Man, Ant-Man, Quantum was a CGI. You are breaking up, brother. It sounds like you are in a fucking time warp right now. <laughs> Did we lose him? He's in the chrono dome. Uh oh, he's in the speed force. <laughs> Hold on, just pause for like two seconds. What is going on? Oh, we lost him. Okay. So, okay, there you are. Wait, I'm back. Sorry, I was in the Speed Force. My bad. I don't know. <laughs> I was traveling for the future. Uh, anyway, the CGI looks bad. I think Ezra is, is – there's like bits that should be – that are funny, but they should be funnier. But you realize that there's limitations on Ezra. I think Ezra is really overexposed in this leading role. And that's very hard because they're doing a, they're trying, you can feel in the movie, they're trying to have the office be more balanced. You hang out with Batman, you hang out with this Batman, you hang out with a different Batman. Now you're hanging out with Supergirl and you can tell they're trying to pass the ball around. But at the end of the day, it's a flash movie. So there's a lot of Ezra and Ezra is not necessarily the most compelling person to be looking at some of the gags, some of the emotional stuff between the two uh, berries is just really hard to, really sink your teeth into because of the performance at the center of it. I was very bored by the performance personally, uh, which didn't help. The last act being a mess didn't help. And I just have like 30 questions that I want to ask immediately to someone who wrote this movie. Like, how does this make any sense? So much of it doesn't make any logical sense. And I don't just mean in a supernatural sense. I literally mean like, wait, certain things don't make sense based on the universe you created. For example, when we go back in time, we uh our our universes the present universes barry quickly realizes that he actually gone back to a very important day in his life right so he so so they I'm so i'm when i say he i mean he being the flash not they being yeah the so we're learning barry, here, folks yes sorry barry's pronouns i believe are he because he's called he in the movie so i'm right. gonna call barry a he so barry our barry barry one realizes this is a very important day in his life. And then there are things happening throughout that day that our Barry is surprised by. But it's like, wait, you live this already. And so our Barry be like, yeah, I actually lived this whole thing. When Zod comes back, Barry's like, yeah, I, I've been through this day. He's he's here for Superman. And I, I was going to save a guy, but I couldn't save a guy. And so you knew this was going to happen. But when Zod first started coming down the spaceship, you acted like you were scared like everybody else. But you should have known that 
Zob was coming down on the spaceship. There's so much of the logic of the time travel. Literally, like, it doesn't make any sense when you think about it. You're just asked to accept certain things. And at some point, you realize that the people writing it had no idea what they were doing. And None. all the logic just falls upon itself. So that on is top- not indicative of a good movie. It's just that it makes it hard to watch. On top of that, DC, be a little more creative because this is like the third time you've used the Zod attack as a canon event. So <laughs> can we get a little deeper here? Can we also stop using AI in movies? Like, what are all these AI deep fakes that were in this movie? There's hundreds, so many of oh them. Oh my Save God, it. it's so Save bad. It. What are we Save doing? Awful, Actually, awful, awful, awful. Fuck it. Give it your give give your final review, and we'll we'll talk about the. the yeah, we're thirty minutes in. I'm done. Point. B I, B minus. I'm done. We could I can pass the rock. B minus. I didn't think that I would be in the space of defending this movie, but I did genuinely enjoy that first act. I loved the baby shower. I enjoyed the second okay, act. Nice. I was having a good time. Meeting Keaton was awesome. Hanging out right. with Keaton was amazing. Uh, hanging out with Batfleck was even cool, even though we didn't hang out with him for that long. There were certain I liked. I liked Superwoman or Supergirl. I thought she was awesome, even though they gave her no emotional like like they gave her no actual character arc. She was like a shell of a shell of a person. Well, I guess she's not a person, but anyway, I there were certain things that I enjoyed. There were some funny jokes. I I did like the way that the CGI looked with the Flash when he wasn't tra- time traveling. I thought that CGI stuff looked good, and I thought that was where all the money went and everything and the speed. Everything in the future thing when he starts time traveling, that's the stuff that looks like crap. But him being on the ground and running around in the way that we've shown that, I thought it was very cool. That the way they did the phasing through the walls, the way they did that. I thought there was some cool stuff about this movie. And I agree with Royden that there were there were the bones of something that could have been extremely fun and very well done with those first two acts that completely falls apart on the third act. But again, to be minus. I my big thing, why does he run like that? It's so stupid looking. And it always has been. <laughs> it looks so fucking stupid. Like finger guns. Like he's just. You can just run, dude. Like, I don't know. I, don't... I didn't watch the figured... Flash. I, don't know. I didn't watch the Flash TV show. I don't know if that's what you're like, like that. that. But it's right here. You can just run. You can just run real regular and just yeah. be fast. You don't have to be a fucking goober. Marionette. Like, yeah. I um, hated that. Uber. So. The big thing from this movie, uh, one, Gal Gadot needs work. Uh, she just needs a job, and that's why she's in this movie. This is uh, too straight. That gag Wonder was Woman funny. Cameos. We didn't need Gal Gadot for it, but that gag was funny. But we, I guess she has to have the last little truth, so she had to be there. But yeah, the gag I mean, was good. Bruce Wayne saying, was good. Like, saying, like, I need uh, – I, I have too big an ego for that. My my trauma for my parents dying, yada yada. That was a funny gag. And then Barry and comes just, in. If I really he, want to solve crime, I could just solve poverty. Poverty. Give my yeah. money away. That's really funny. <laughs> and then you know, and then Barry comes in and you know, I've never had sex with a girl. It was so annoying that oh yeah, sure. Okay. Um anyway, Gal Gadot's in this movie for two minutes, which is they just can't figure this out they can't give it up with some of these characters you know like, apparently they are giving it up the rumor is she's with done. them the yeah rumor, the rumor is she's with, done with batman and her she stinks. not everybody and why was um, she flirting with with ben affleck's batman when we're not going to see either one of them ever again for a payoff i just don't understand some of the decision making 
why are we even have a moment where they're flirting? Well, we're not going to see none of them, neither one of them niggas hey, ever it, again in the DCU. It's the payoff to the tens of fans that care about this. <laughs> <laughs> there are dozens of us. Right. Dozens. Um, so the big thing at the end of this movie, they're in the speed force. It's not at the end, but it's it's approaching the end. The climb the, the climax of the movie is they're in the speed force. Second Barry is obsessed with trying to fix things, even though he has known like Supergirl for like two minutes. And uh <laughs> they can't literally die. no literally. <laughs> He's obsessed with and look, I get it, but uh <laughs> no she he's obsessed with trying to change things which we haven't done any character growth with second Barry at all has been first Barry show the entire time and we've known that and what in his character arc would make him think that we need to do this anyway long story short Literally makes no sense. No, what yeah. you're saying, what you're saying is, is is facts. It makes no sense. Long story short, you can see it coming from a mile mile away. Like the speed force demon that it is in is in the speed force when when Barry is trying to go back in time is second Barry. Um, regardless, you see worlds collapsing in on each other because they've gone and changed so many realities. In those worlds are Christopher Reeve Batman. Uh, I apologize because I don't know her name. Uh, Christopher but, Reeve Su- Superman. Or yes, Christopher Reeve Superman. Sorry, that's sacrilege. But Christopher Reeve Superman, a Supergirl, which I can't remember her name. I apologize. Um, you see Nick fucking Cage. Nick Cage okay. Superman. You see Nick Cage, which never played Superman, by the way, but was a... A, a casting for a movie that never got made. Yep. There are pictures of him online in a Superman outfit that was supposed to be written by Kevin Smith. Yep. Kevin Smith wrote the movie. That they just canceled the movie. And it was going to be directed by uh, what's his face, the Tim guy Burton. Did, Tim Burton. Yeah. Yeah. That would have so been supposed awful. To be, that would have yeah, been ass. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. That would have been awful. <laughs> Good lord. What were they? And thinking, they wanted dude? to have a big a spider. Spider. And uh that same big spider that did not get used for this film got used in the Wild Wild West to horrible effects in another horrible. So <laughs> they gave anyway, Kevin Smith, go online. It's a smoke a joint, watch this entire talk with Kevin Smith. It's fantastic of all the like stuff he knows about Hollywood. And it's him talking about writing this movie. Just Google it on or YouTube it. It's fantastic. Anyway, this was a fan service to no one. To no one. There are no like, fans. I know that because I'm a weirdo and I'm up till four in the morning and my YouTube algorithm like gives me this to watch. It is for me and no one else. Yeah, I chuckled and no one else in my theater chuckled because no one else in my theater understood why Nicolas Cage was in Superman costume in this film. I didn't understand it either. And my no one in my theater understood it. So we all just had that moment of being like, is, is that Nick Cage? <laughs> <laughs> That's because, even weirder. That's so weird. But it wasn't Nick Cage. It was AI. It's fucking bad that you have to look at it and be like, is, is that... Is, is that, that Nick Cage? 
Like, <laughs> why? <laughs> this is we have to fight back now. I also Christopher Reeve, notably dead. Yeah. Like, yeah. you did not I, have to do that. Like, confirmed dead person <laughs> in this film. But when we let the Star Wars universe do it, we were opening up the chasm for us all to fall into hell. I am begging these studios, stop putting dead people in your films. Please stop Ghostbusters did it. Star Wars, like, she died as they were making the movie. True. Christopher Reeve died damn near (laughs) 20 years ago. Let that man be dead, bro. Like, do not do this. Y'all let Timberland make a song with Biggie in 2023? Keep that same energy when these studios are putting dead people in their films. I want everyone to stop putting dead people in everything. I consistent across the board don't like this. I hate it. I can't imagine that they didn't do that without like the estate's permission. But there's a weird cynical part of me that thinks maybe they didn't. Like I have done no research on this, so like don't get mad at me. But I just like it feels icky regardless. <laughs> and even if get- the estate said yes, you should still be like actually. No, <laughs> that's a horrible idea. I shouldn't do it. Actually, he died damn near 20 years ago. We don't need a throwaway CGI Christopher Reeve cameo in this Flash movie. That's not important. We don't need that. Have some fucking wherewithal. Uh, some. Yeah, I saw that and I was like, I, I audibly, gro- I was like, this is gross. And when I had I it ruined. Reeves, I literally groaned. I said, "I can't believe that they did." I was, I was shocked that they did that. And also, this like Dex is saying, not only are we using AI deepfakes, which is nasty in itself, the CGI that is surrounding these people is some of the nastiest, shittiest CGI you will ever see, which makes it a hundred times more disrespectful. You are pissing Valley. on their graves at that point. It looks so bad. DC, yeah. what are you doing? And also, it just doesn't fucking matter. Like, these are throwaway scenes. Like, they literally no importance to the plot whatsoever. They're just there, like, for fans to go, oh, it's Christopher Reeves. There oh, are like- several actors that have played The Flash that are still alive, including one that people love from the CW that begged to have them do this movie instead of Ezra Miller. Do that instead. And they said, do that. No, we're gonna put Christopher Reeves. We're gonna dig him out of the grave and put him yeah. on screen one more time. Instead, we're gonna give Nick Cage a check so he can pay his back taxes. Like you couldn't just... have called fucking I don't know Christian Bale. You couldn't have called. He seems Robert... actively to not have want to be in this movie because uh, just going Robert forward... Pattinson. Like you know, you have so yeah. many options. In the <laughs> last big reveal, I thought that was gonna be Bat Pat, but then I realized. As they were showing the scene, this Gotham is way too bright and it looks like shit's popping over there in this Gotham for this to be Batpat's Gotham because Batpat's Gotham is the shittiest hey, place on earth, bro. I tell you what, from uh, from one billionaire to another, to myself, to uh, to uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. George Clooney. Clooney, get your fucking money, King. Uh, <laughs> he, he didn't, I love you. He didn't want to put on that, that bat that. suit for shit. He didn't have like, like, a fucking suit on. I'm just going to no. like George Clooney. Yeah. They said, okay, I'm going to wear a suit and show up for a day. But, dude, that scene pissed me off because I'm like, now, what make was the sense. point of this? Didn't make like, why why did we do no any of this? It makes no sense, bro. This movie, this, the, the, the logic of the movie makes no sense. And if you even try to think about it, 
let alone trying to think about how it connects to the other unit. Who I don't know what the current state of play is going forward. That's what I was going to say. Supergirl because Supergirl's dead? coming back. Is Supergirl She's not to dead? do a movie. Is is is? Does that mean that we're never going to see Keaton as Batman again? I, I know how they they did the thing where you know he he went up to Keaton and said I was trying to bring you back and Keaton says you did you already did like I get it like bringing Keaton back as Batman but yeah that's okay, nice is, is he is he dead like why why did we I why did we have the fridge Supergirl thirty seven times she's literally Supergirl why do we have there's no kryptonite around anywhere how is Zod just killing her so easily yeah. she's dying. In the easiest ways, I'm like, this is literally Supergirl. This doesn't make any sense. You're getting stabbed, yeah. Like it, the last I, half of this movie isn't a isn't an abomination. Yeah, when she comes back, are we going to be in a universe where she's not trash? Because she was getting cooked. <laughs> she was getting cooked by normal. Like, oh, swiped it. Oh God, you stabbed me. It's like Zod is really that. Zod really got it like that. Zod is killing her with ease. This is crazy. She got Night King, but like 87 times. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know what else that I hated from this movie now, thinking back on that final big mega fight? They got so much blowback for having committing like mass genocide when <laughs> Zod and Superman were fighting in Metropolis the, in Man of Steel that they were just like, where do we put this fucking thing? In the fucking desert. Fuck them. Like, desert. it's just like, who oh. knows why? No rhyme, no reason. It's just in a desert. Zod Awful. Is like, I'm going to take over the world from this remote desert. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start right here in this remote desert. Awful, I can land man. anywhere in the world. I'm going to land in this remote desert to start my global takeover. It just doesn't look like anything. Like that scene that's been going around on Twitter. It doesn't look like anything. Vast nothingness. Also, yeah. They still have no fucking idea how to do either Superman or Supergirl fights that feel like anything is happening. They're just like just slamming into each other and like just falling backwards. There's no like real physical impact. Like to I trust I trust Gunn to figure it out, but there is a Superman problem. It is like big Dragon Ball Z fights. Like the problem is that Superman is a stinky character. He's too powerful and he can't fight. He just Relax. flies into people, and it's not cool. And I'm sorry, Superman is a trash character, and he has oh, too many powers, no. and it makes him hard as a storytelling device. And this movie suffers from some of that too, because it's just an objectively awful character. Superman's like hard to Marvel. do in live action. It's too <laughs> too powerful. There's nothing cool. Spider-Man beginning his Superman ass. Superman is whoop, definitely bro. an animated character. It is too hard to do. Yes, yeah, too. Live it's action. too well, what do you in, do? in the animated universe, it has been they've you Superman has always been an easel for which you can like paint whatever, uh, uh paint whatever cause du jour is going on. Kind of Captain America is kind of in that way too. Yeah, you can make and, him the greatest good guy of all time. He's fucking he's John Cena out here. <laughs> yeah, and so all like the big wish kids. The fighting, I feel like, has always sort of been secondary because he's so OP, but, like, uh, yeah, there is a problem with, like, who do we put against this guy, you know? I don't and know. Then, yeah, it, they had the exact same problem in Man of Steel, and then they just did it again with Supergirl this time. <laughs> Except then, like, out of nowhere, she just gets stabbed over and over and over again, and you're like, oh, okay, well, this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's I also tough for them because it's, like, obviously – when you're making something like Spider-Verse, you could really play upon the fact that there's so many beloved 
Spider-Men and Spider-People and Spider-Things that people have a relationship with. They've seen them on screen. They've seen them in comics. So it really works in that way, whereas people don't have that kind of relationship with The Flash. And so you have to literally use different Batman and different Supermen and women in order to have like, oh, look, we can show you Christopher Reeves. Oh, look, we can show you, you know, Batfleck. We can show we can show you Michael Keaton because there is no historical flash that people like know very well and care about very much they've ever seen on screen that makes it harder to make the movie but it's just it felt like so much of this movie was trying to shoot around the flash and not just because Ezra is a piece of shit but really just because the flash isn't as popular as batman or superman so we're just using batman and superman to bolster this story and making you care and it felt like why like actually the problem is that i don't think that the flash is very interesting in fact i find the flash kind of annoying and it's hard to get around that when i'm supposed to spend two out two and a half hours watching the flash yeah there's a reason they had the flash on cw while you know fucking gotham was on abc or fox or whatever like there's there's levels to this shit (laughs) like arrow and the flash y'all hang out over there on the cw for the children but uh The real superheroes are gonna be at the movies. So you're gonna be yeah. on the- <laughs> not even a superhero, fucking Jim Gordon. <laughs> um, yeah, just the whiff of Batman gets to be in prime time on a real channel. <laughs> the Flash, y'all can run for nine seasons, but y'all gonna do it over there where ain't nobody watching. <laughs> I'm gonna have. Have you seen the one where the gorilla tries to kill Obama and when he's at Harvard? What? what? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. I'll send. Is that, that a is that a storyline in the Flash? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. A time traveling I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing about that TV show other than that it like just ended like last week. <laughs> I just they uh, told so many lies. I don't know if y'all have seen Black Mirror yet, but the last act of this movie is comparable to me to one of the Black Mirror episodes, and I won't spoil it for people who haven't seen the episodes yet. But one of the one of the short episodes is just like two acts of like, oh, okay, this is compelling, and then the third act of like, what the actual fuck just happened? How did we get here? And why did why was this decision made? And that's how I felt watching the Flash. The last thirty minutes of this movie, I was like, why? Why? Why are we doing this? I thought For the scene with his mom what? was a little was heartfelt and good, but all the context around why we were having that scene made no sense, and the fact that he was having that conversation in the first place kind of made no sense. And I just it just it falls it falls apart. Uh, do you want to? Yeah, I can get it. It's like break it down. Like someone's gonna have to break it down for me. Like I'm five. So you going back to the past and interacting at all, fuck shit up. But you can sit there and have a full-on heart-to-heart conversation with your own mother and still get her murdered, but cameras work in that past. And also, <laughs> George Clooney is there for some reason. Like, wh- how, Sway? Like, I don't, what just happened? I, don't, I just don't know why he, when he goes to his house to sit with the parents, he's like, he, it's like he wasn't even aware of the fact that his younger self... Was his like real self was gonna show up, so, but he didn't think he was in his universe either. I just so much of this movie didn't make any sense. Like so much of the time travel stuff just didn't make any sense. He has a whole baby shower, which happens slowly for him because we watch it in slow motion, but happens quick enough to where the sandwich is just now getting done when he gets back to the shop. <laughs> I was like, 
wait, but everybody else experienced you saving the baby, and that would have I just I I just didn't so much of it doesn't make any sense. What are you yeah. playing, Royden? Hold on. What the fuck? You will not escape. Grodd will complete his mission. Time to make America Grodd again. (laughs) Time to make America Grodd again. Yeah, no thanks. Can we? I think we can all be done with the Flash as a character for now. Um, which has also been funny because Michael Shannon has now had to go on like press junkets for this movie and be like, "I was on set for like seven days." <laughs> I'm surprised it was that many. And also, yeah. they had like this weird like CGI thing over his face. So it didn't really look like Michael Shannon, but like I guess he I was know. acting kind of. So what's the play? I don't know. Yeah, what's the play for for DC? Somebody break it down for me, like like Dex said, like in five. Yep. Yep. End I, it all. I, yeah, I heard the whole universe needs to go away. You're still. That's all that matters. Out. That's okay. the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. Get it out of here. We're done. Um. No. So, James Gunn now takes over. But the whole thing is, is that it seems like because he was kind of left with movies on the slate that Aquaman is gonna be around. Like Jason Momoa's Aquaman is going to be around. That's okay. But like, if we're doing a hard reboot, do a hard reboot. Well, I don't know. Like, what are we doing? Let's keep Jason Momoa. You can't. We Jason Momoa is is shown that he can g- give you a solid, you know, twenty two points a game through through the season. Just because the team stinks doesn't mean we should trade Jason Momoa. Let's just trade everybody else. I, I feel like you you can't you can't take half measures here, man. Y'all have been fucking man. this up for ten years. Jason Momoa like, was the only over. good thing in a Fast and the Furious movie. He was the only good part of it, bros. He's a we should keep him around. Eh. Man. <laughs> I mean, Aquaman kind of stinks as a character, but Jason Momoa is funny, so we should have him around. We already got John Cena to be a part of our Avengers or whatever we could put together. It just doesn't have to be a. Our team up doesn't have to be the Justice League just because the Justice League is the is the biggest team up in the comics. Why can't our team up just be the our most bankable characters and we can just put them together for any reason we want? The thing Why is, we have all the characters around? should be bankable. But oh, have the best they're just, characters. They're just bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> you have Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Like, what are we doing? How have you been so bad at this? You had literally Batman and Superman fight each other in a movie and you couldn't crack a billion dollars on that? 
<laughs> like, I personally never understood why people wanted to see Batman versus Superman like as a thing. I know they fight in the comics, but maybe I got every other word of that. Teed, you're a lawyer. What happened to your internet? Come on. <laughs> He's on fucking dial-up modem right now. <laughs> you really? But I, yeah, I don't. He tried coming out and coming back in for a second. Dex and I will carry this for a second. Okay, go ahead. I'm coming out. I'm leaving. Yeah, it's like really spotty. Um, I don't know what the problem is. With DC, well, I do know what the problem is. They rushed everything, trying to catch up to Marvel. And now, like, apparently they're going to fucking halfway reboot this shit. And that's not going to work. Like, you're still going to be behind Marvel. Still. To this day. (laughs) Well, doing, like, going off of doing individual stories and, like, contained universes was always the problem. Like, I understand you wanted to set up the Justice League. But my thing is, like... You almost could have just done the Justice League and everybody would have been like, yeah. Just take your time with it, man. Like, they went from Superman origin movie to Superman is fighting a new Batman that we haven't met before. And Superman dies in the second fucking movie. (laughs) Like, Superman dies in the second fucking movie that they ever made with this character. And then the third movie... They're like, okay, so Superman's going to come back. JK, just jokes. And then we're going to introduce Wonder Woman, Aquaman, The Flash, and Cyborg all at the same goddamn time while breaking Superman back. Like, in the third movie. That's just a bad fucking plan. (laughs) (laughs) That's just a bad fucking plan. Take your time, dude. Like, you've got bankable-ass characters. You could have made a Superman trilogy and a Batman trilogy and made six billion dollars doing those six movies, and then had them fight in the seventh movie, and then brought the Justice League into it. And like, you'd make so much fucking money, but no, we're gonna let Zack Snyder put out a shitty little fucking Superman mythos trilogy bullshit that sucks. And now we're just gonna try and have James Gunn save this shit halfway. <laughs> Not even halfway. Um, yeah, so that has been The Flash. I don't want to talk about this anymore. Sorry. I, like, <laughs> watch it on HBO Max. The movies, I wasn't bored, but it's it's not something I'm going to remember or revisit anytime soon. Yeah, you can watch it on Max whenever it comes out. Uh, real quick, what we're watching. Uh, we're watching anything? Black Mirror. Oh, I finished the season today. It's Do fucking tell. awesome. I would get four of the episodes are really good. And one of them is really good for about halfway. And then the second half of the episode is complete bonkers and not in a good way. Uh, but good season. I also just finished shrinking. 
Uh, also a pretty good season. Um, what else am I watching? Um, I, I like I said uh, at the beginning of the podcast, I want to get into the Extraction sequel. Uh, that's out. I'm yep. hearing good things about that already, so I'm going to check that out uh, probably tonight. But uh, that's about it for me. Dex, you saw the Transformers movie. Yeah, it's it's a movie. Um, honestly, enjoy, <laughs> enjoyed it. I think it's probably a little better than The Flash. Like, just it makes more sense. Um, and it's a it's the Transformers, man. Like, you know what it is: big slow mo robot transformations. Blah blah blah. Whatever. You know, did, if you uh, haven't seen it at this point, who cares? <laughs> did they do a Beast War? <laughs> They they did war with those beasts. Ah, <laughs> good, swell. Yeah, it's whatever. I'm gonna go check out that new Pixar movie. I've heard mixed things about it. Whatever. I've heard mixed things too. Yeah, it also did. didn't make much money at all. It also kind of flopped at the box. Pixar over. is kind of in a fucking rut. Never recovered from the pandemic. <laughs> yeah. Remember that when you came on here slandering the Mario's movie and what they did over there, that what they're doing over there is working, bros, and Pixar is old hat. I'm sorry, we're done. That doesn't make it good. Yeah, but it Mario. is good. Peaches, peaches, peaches makes it good. <laughs> it's literally good. Fair. Hey, bro, I saw that video of like some kid doing that at a talent show or whatever. I saw that whole, too. That was amazing. It's all way crazy. I was like, that's that's dope. That's what this is for, that. you know. Yeah. <laughs> but still, like that movie. That movie is fine, whatever. Uh, wait, I haven't been watching any TV. I'm way behind on all TV. I've been watching so much fucking soccer, baby. Hey. Yo, Dash. Yo, Dynamo. We out here. U.S. Men's National Team. Conquer also out here. Champions. Whatever that, that matters. Means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah whatever I don't know what is. it is, but I'm glad we fucking won it. And you, both America, baby. <laughs> Get shit on Mexico and Canada. Royden, uh, what are you watching? I watched. Um, Dex, you watch this too, Reality on HBO. Oh, yeah. Shout out. Sydney Sweeney did her thing. Yeah. Uh, is it good? It, it's, I th- yes, it is good. It's just interesting because it's the entire, like, I want to say dossier, but the entire. It's word uh, for word, like an entire FBI transcript. Transcript. Of an interview. Of an interview. Wait, that's what the show premise is? Yeah. Like all the dialogue is just taken straight from a recording of an FBI interview with this chick who was accused of like smuggling. Found guilty documents. and arrested of, uh, <laughs> yeah, of uh, of doing what Trump did. Yes, quite yeah. literally. Yep, yep, doing uh, that, doing the Trump. Yep. Uh, so she <laughs> is there like a it. plot to the show? Yeah, it's a movie. But yeah, it's, oh, a, it's movie. a movie. Yeah, HBO oh, movie. Okay. Yeah, it's like an hour. 20 <laughs> and it's... i'm gonna tap in I, yeah I like, that. I like that forgive me because i haven't watched um i haven't watched what the the show uh euphoria the idol <laughs> yeah no <laughs> no i haven't tapped into the idol either it, it sounds what they're doing over there sounds gross I'm, i will not be tapping in I there's agree. enough there's some people yeah. online that are like people are lying like twitter isn't a real place this show's fire and it's just like no i i trust that all the people, you know, when it got 27% on Rotten Tomatoes, I trust that, actually. No, I'm not tapping into that. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so reality, about reality winner, she um, snuck an in a, uh, NSA document out of her work. Her name is Reality? Reality yeah. Winner. What a yeah. great, what a, what a weird name for a human. I like that. Yeah. I like that. 
So she snuck a document out of the NSA about uh, Russia hacking the elections, and uh, she got five years in prison. And, I'm definitely uh, gonna watch this. This sounds yeah. fascinating, and I love the Sydney FBI Street. showed up at her house and were like, "We're we're about to search your shit," and she didn't know to shut the fuck up. So. Yeah, big <laughs> uh, big never talk to the feds movie. Yes. Yeah, just, just shut the fuck up. You yeah. don't have to have these conversations. But it's actually really cool. It's a interesting way to make a movie. I've never seen anything like it. I'm sure there are things like it, but I've never seen anything like it. So yeah. Um and they in in just to spoil of the sort of creative choices of the movie, they like when parts are redacted, they just like blip out of reality, they like blip off of screen. Like so they'll be in the middle of a sentence and like you it'll like mute. And you yeah. won't hear like what was redacted in the transcript. So it's a really interesting sort of way to do the movie. And like uh, the sound design of it and stuff like that makes it really tense, even though it's just basically a long conversation. It's yeah. like just really fucking tense. Also, and, the FBI guys are the most FBI dudes that have ever been in a movie, too. <laughs> They're just like, yeah. Uh, See, that I movie watch, rules. Yeah, it's pretty good. I watched. Um, missing on netflix which was a movie that came out in like february did okay business the, the follow-up to searching uh but it i was started on... it but didn't finish it but i feel like i want to finish it because i know there's it's a big good. twist just like in searching there's a big twist i know there's a big twist i know the twist really threw people for a loop but i don't know what the twist is yet um i i actually was surprised by the twist which i'm never really that surprised in movies i'm kind of like yeah god i see i saw it coming but uh it was it was actually good enough to where I was like, yeah, this is this is how it goes. Uh, shout out to Neil Long, too. Love <laughs> Neil Long, Queen. Uh, and uh, yeah, that I started rewatching ER on HBO Max or sorry Max because that's it came on. Uh, there's like a thousand episodes of ER, but it's good television. So same with my West Ring rewatch. I'm gonna watch like five seasons of it and then stop. Wrestling's super good. Yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that's it for. Dex doesn't I'm... watch TV, so he's he's not watching any TV at the moment. Nope, <laughs> sure don't. I watched all of Vanderpump Rules a couple weeks ago, and that was fucking oh. sick. I've heard good things about that. I kind of want to start watching. Greatest season of reality television of all time. <laughs> so you started? You just watched this past season? You didn't like do a primer or anything? I've watched like back in the day because there's ten fucking seasons. So I yeah. watched. Back in the day when it first started, I watched the first few seasons as they came on or whatever. So I kind of knew who the people were, but I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't like I'm gonna go back and watch every single episode again. Nah, I just watched this latest one. Anything else? No, that's it for me. I got my tickets for my Barbie, uh, my Barbie and Oppenheimer double feature. Those are locked in. Hell I yeah, got, brother! I got my tickets for. Uh, Tom Cruise trying to kill himself in IMAX. Uh, Real cinema is here, brothers. I'm just excited to be in the moment, and I'm ready. To see. I, I watched Fallout again the other night. It was just as incredible as it film. always is. What, what a great a film. film! I cannot wait for Dead Reckoning Part that. One. I cannot wait. What comes out? What's What's next? Uh... Yeah, what's our next episode? Oh, are we gonna Are we gonna open it up to the crowd again? Are we gonna watch a classic? Something Dex hasn't seen. What are we gonna do? I mean, Asteroid City's coming out. I don't know how we feel about Wes Anderson on this part. Like, okay. I have never seen a Wes Anderson movie. You've never done a Wes Anderson? I have not. 
I think I've only a... seen one Wes Anderson movie. Never done a Moonrise Kingdom? Moonrise Kingdom, Grand Budapest Hotel, none of it. Never seen it. I think I saw Grand Budapest. I mean, there's Elemental, which I feel, you know, I don't know. If Dex Who cares? It, it's like... <laughs> okay. Uh, I'm going to see it just out? to see it, but who cares? Oh, you know what is coming out that I think what? we should do? Instead of Asteroid City, which I know will be the movie that I think more people actually will talk about when by the end of the time or end of the year but that no hard feelings movie with jennifer lawrence comes out oh yeah i do want to go see that no yes we're doing it no hard (laughs) comedies are back baby raunchy comedies let's bring them back stinks guys why are we doing this she is really her bro she's objectively bad bro she stinks i'm sorry she She is is not objectively bad let's get that insane oscar winner winner, multiple time nominee i can't believe that we're gonna watch we're gonna watch jennifer lawrence's uh slightly rapey comedy about trying to get a young man to fuck her. I cannot believe that. I can't believe yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Her hey, man, we just we lost the Ezra Miller movie. So. Yeah. Would the Jennifer Lawrence movie work if the sexes of the two characters were flipped? Let's not do that here. I don't want to do that here. <laughs> Tease, well, exactly. Thank you. Tease, why do you hate women? <laughs> the sexes of the... You flipped the sexes of these two characters... And this is basically a sequel to that Ray BS movie that got nominated for Best Picture. This is this is what is that called? Awkward Pizza or whatever the fuck that shit Awkward was called. Pizza. <laughs> licorice Pizza. Yeah. This is basically the Licorice Pizza Part Two, uh, starring Jennifer Lawrence. That's basically what this film is. That's weird. It's a weird concept. It's weird. I cannot get over the weirdness of the concept, and also Jennifer Lawrence is bad. But I, I guess we're gonna watch. Oh my god, I can't believe we're gonna watch this. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Also, to be clear, it's either that or a Wes Anderson looking straight into the camera, like or this, whatever you want to. One of millions of other movies that happen to be classics that we should all take time to acknowledge instead Fuck of the supporting Jim. Fuck the classics. <laughs> Fuck the classics. All right, man. I, I hate when I tell people that I like write about movies and shit, and they're like, "Oh, have you seen fucking?" I don't know. Citizen the Kane? Maltese Falcon? No. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. No, fuck you. <laughs> Casablanca, my ass. <laughs> Give a fuck. Get out of here, dude. Oh, God. All right. That has been a one take podcast. We'll decide off pod what we're actually Why does the weekend's doing. hair look like this in this show? I'm looking at a, <laughs> this video from the show on my timeline. I didn't know his hair looked like this. This I'm not watching this show. What what the fuck is this show? You don't have to. No one's making you. I didn't know his hair looked like this in this show. What the fuck are they doing over there? Wow. Sam Levinson, count your days. He must be stopped. Uh, you can find us at a One Take Podcast, One Take Podcast on Twitter, One Take Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, it's a number one take pod on all those platforms like rate and subscribe download and review we really uh appreciate that uh you can find dex's writing at apollo hou.com it's apollo hou.com uh you go to the movies and pop culture tab is there and you can find tige at the slander you Teach, did you did y'all read my question on air? I haven't listened to the episode. Wait, what was it? What was your question? I don't remember. Will uh, Malik Murphy 
will it cause a uh, rift in the podcast when Malik Murphy transfers to Auburn? <laughs> no, we did not. But we're definitely going to because that is hilarious. I will Damn. be so furious. Right. I yeah. will be so furious if my uh, Texas son ends up at Auburn and Pablo gets to now enjoy him. No. Yeah, that was my that was my question when you were asking. That's a great question. question. I can't I can't believe that that Blah didn't read that one off. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> it's because anyway. we didn't have Pablo on this episode, so he wouldn't have been there for proper context. He wasn't there. <laughs> all right. So you can find us at all those uh, uh, platforms. You can find us at Royden Ogletree, at Lord Dex Hinton, and at Less underscore Humble Teej on Twitter. Hit us up. Hey. One take pod. Dex, what do we do? Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Be out here. Hey. All right. We're out. Head in the morning, she just want lay in the daylight. She ain't trying to do no falling. Don't want love if it ain't right. Walk on the beach on Sunday afternoon to make her feel alive.